0: Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast, with your hosts Meredith Bond and Prue Warren, where they discuss every aspect of a writer's life, from the craft of writing and editing, through publishing and marketing, and finally, into building a global publishing empire. Here is Mary and Prue.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast. I am Meredith Bond, and I am with my beautiful co-host. I'm Prue Warren. (laughs) You had to think about that one for a minute, Prue.
2: No, we have a little lag. We have a little screen lag. You knew what my name was, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Prue? Today, we are going to
1: delve into something that I find absolutely fascinating. And as a, an author who is always trying to produce more books and to publish more books and to get them out there and to sell the bloody things, I want to know what you are doing to get your okay. books out there and sell them.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you because uh, I think that I think this may have merit for people for two reasons. One, I'm a novice wandering, an innocent babe in the woods, wandering around going, are you my mother? Um, And the other reason is because I um, have a budget that most people don't have. So I'm doing things that most people can't try. And I thought I would just let you know what I've discovered about ways that you can waste money really effectively without any really impressive outcome worth knowing. It's not always good to have plenty of money because it makes you stupid about spending things ridiculously. Okay. The first element to my review of my marketing plan is why I'm producing three books in three months. I have, I have my second book coming out in September. My third book coming out in October and my fourth book coming out in November. This is a three book blitz over three months.
1: And why did you choose to do that?
2: Yeah, why indeed? Because what people tell me is not always what I hear. That's why. Um, I fell under the sway of David Gogren, who is a marketing, something of a marketing guru for um, writing writing books and publishing and marketing books and what I heard from him and you may say prove it and I'll say I can't because I'm not sure where I read it was that Amazon responds best to books that have been released within the last 30 days or maybe it's 45 and someone I read said it was 60 but the point is if you remain current with a recent release Amazon will be that much more likely to put you on the list of people like you have also enjoyed this book. Hmm. So there is at least theoretically, if I heard this correctly and there's no, there's no promising I did. There are writers who produce a book every month and see great success. I would say that they are not producing very high quality books. Yeah. But really. they are producing right, but they are, they have made a marketing decision to go for volume rather than quality. And I thought I'd give it a shot. So I wrote three books and I'm proud of all three books. I think my quality is good. And I've How just How long
1: did you take to write all three books?
2: Well just out okay. of curiosity. Out of curiosity, my my calendar is like five months long between write it, get it edited, get it copy edited, get it proof read, get it to beta readers, to have all of those things done is like five months. It's a long tail. And I write fast. I can mm-hmm. write a book in, you know, two or three weeks. But of course, then it needs to go through all these various iterations, which, which turns a good book into a really good book. So it's right. necessary. So I handled all of those things sort of, sort of simultaneously. I had book two written and book three sort of sketched out when I began this process. Um, which has meant that I am now like, uh, you know, in Regency romances, they have, she, she was a dab, had a hand of the reins. She could, she, <laughs> she could manage four horses, right? Where, right. where most ladies could may perhaps manage one. It's a hard thing to drive four horses, it's a harder thing to drive eight, right? And so there are a whole bunch of reins, there's a whole bunch going on. And I feel like I'm dropping reins left and right, because I have three books going at the same time. Um, about the time this podcast airs, the second book, Dash and the Moon Glow Mystic, will just have been released. And at that point, I won't be juggling three balls, I'll be juggling two balls, which will be easier. And I will be more sane. And I won't do things like Call up someone and say, will you be a beta reader? And they'll say, I'm already reading your book, you moron. You asked me two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oops. Pardon <laughs> me. So anyway, that's the basis of the three-book plan. What I have learned, because I've hired a promotions company. I've hired Elle Woods Promotions. Um, Heather Roberts came on and talked to us a couple of weeks ago. and She's glorious. She's so knowledgeable. Very good. Really. I, I
1: Really yeah. enjoyed speaking with her.
2: So she's got so much knowledge. She's so great, but I'm, you know, I pay her a fortune. Um, so what I'm learning is that since I'm releasing in a series, that my goal is to have ads for the first book under the theory that once they read the first book, if they like it, they'll be able to stumble their way into the second book and the third book and the fourth book. Right. So predominantly my ads are for sin and the peanut butter cup for two, roughly two weeks on the, just before dash publishes, <laughs> I'm trying to keep track of these details for about two or three days before dash publishes to two weeks after I will switch to Dash ads, but then I'm going back to Sin. There'll be a there'll be a, a brief blitz of hey, just published, hot off the presses. Mmm, love the smell of fresh baked cookies, right? <laughs> so I won't focus on Dash forever. I'll go back to Sin and 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 keep Sin as the predominant um, reason I'm advertising. Mm-hmm. Now, so now we're getting into the first and biggest push for me has been understanding the value of Facebook ads. Ah. Our speaker who came to talk to us, Jenny Kate, said to me, or said to you and me and to our listeners, you have to understand who your audience is. Right. I said, how do I know? I don't know who my audience is. She said, okay, target some ads and see who responds. See what you can find out. So I have thrown money at that question and it's been, it's been fascinating. My very first test of Facebook ads was, um, I did it. I did two ads. The first one was targeted towards anyone who had said they were interested in a romantic comedy and contemporary romance, which is a pretty big field, right. but it's also very diffuse because very few people in the world besides you and me focus on books to the exclusion of everything else. Most people are like, yeah, that's what I like to read. But really, I'm here to see pictures of my grandson or whatever. Right. So the first bunch of ads was romantic comedy slash contemporary romance. The second, the same ad was targeted to Janet Ivanovich, who wrote the one for the money, two for the the dough. She's a very funny writer. She's a very good writer.
1: But she doesn't write romance.
2: There is was a strong romantic element in her books. She's got a love okay. trying going on through through all the books. That's delicious. It's very tasty. Very <laughs> <It> tasty <laughs> indeed, my dear. Yeah. I would I would say there's definitely romance in there. Okay. So um so I ran those ads and discovered uh, that I'm trying to think of how to put this because my level of knowledge has grown over time. The contemporary romance, the generic terms cost me 37 cents per click Mm -hmm. of people who said, I'll click on that ad and see what happens. Janet Ivanovich only cost me 24 cents per click. I'm like, oh, I have just reinvented the wheel. It's good to market to other authors, right? Ta-da! What a brainstorm. However, I was also seeing something that Facebook didn't see, which is I would go on to Kindle Direct Publishing, my account, and look every day for how many books have I sold in this time span. Mm-hmm. And so I can see that I sold 30 books in those two weeks that I was running those two ads. So then the next two weeks came along and I switched. My, target, my focus was, I, this time I went bold. I did one ad to people who like Nora Roberts. I did one ad to people who like women who like Deadpool, my favorite bad movie. And (laughs) one ad to people who like the author, Christina Lauren. And during that time, same amount of time, I sold 64 books. So I more than doubled the books sold. Wow. So I know that, well, for me, 64 books is, wahoo, I've only sold... Right. I haven't sold a thousand books yet. So 64 is, that's a good day. That's a really good day. It was a very good day. Nora Roberts had the best cost per click of anyone of all of these people. Nora Roberts had the best cost per click followed by Deadpool, which amused me. Right. I'm like, Mm -hmm. these are my people. Um, And Christina Lauren, for some reason, I think probably because she just doesn't have as established an internet presence. She didn't do as well. Mm. So I've been playing with these ads and I'm going to tell you who else I advertised to. I advertised to Danielle Steele, which did very badly. She's not current enough. Right. I tried I tried sororities thinking that these are women who are intelligent, right? They have all been to college. Mm-hmm. They didn't do very well either. Um, I did... Shit's Creek, which did well enough that I kept it going for a total of eighteen days, which made my numbers very confusing because I switched Danielle Steele to Taylor Swift, and I switched Sororities to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm, ha- I'm having fun, and my current trio is I'm testing Will Smith, Ed Sheeran, and Pink, and I chose. They have huge in they have huge Facebook presence. There's a lot of people who follow them on Facebook and I, I think that that has value. So I'm testing all of these and watching my book sales and thinking Nora Roberts is 17 cents per click obviously once I'm finished with my testing and I go ahead with um, with actually launching a campaign instead of just testing, Nora Roberts is my starting point, right? I did some math and my math is always shaky and it's based on assumptions because I'm testing three things at once, which is impossible. You can't really know, but it turns out that Nora Roberts is actually the fourth best on my list. And the best so far is pink. Really? People who like pink are most likely to actually buy my book and, and, and just to prove that this is a foolish waste of money. I make $2.04 on every ebook sold because I only charged 2 dollars for that first book. And for every book sold, I can see that Pink is costing me $2.56. I'm actually losing <laughs> 50% on every book sold. So I have not yet found a sweet spot. And Pink is by far the best. The next is Will Smith at $3.41. So I am wasting money so you don't have to. Um, There are blue sky, way out there opportunities in the Facebook world. But unless your book is $3.99 or maybe even $4.99, these are not ways to make a profit. These are ways to gain readers. Yeah. So Because
1: right now, what you're hoping is that those pink listeners... Well, buy Sin, love it. And at the end of Sin and the Peanut Butter Cup, you have a link and a description of Dash and right. the Glow Mystic. And you have right. a link saying, click here to buy your copy. So you're not actually making $2.04. You are making $4.08. Right,
2: right. That's right. That's right. I'm not yet because nothing's published, right? But, but you will. But you're exactly right. And I've got my. When I upload Dash, um, I immediately upload a new version of Sin because that's when Dash's link is live. So, actually, if you downloaded if you downloaded Sin right now, you would have a live link to Dash, but it would be the pre order. So, I will. I am for these two weeks. I am missing out on the binge reader, but but in three months, when I have all four books out, theoretically those people will cascade down through the books, hopefully. So you're right. You're right. Pink is now costing me $2.56 a book, but hopefully that will become more um, profitable as time goes by. And my goal now as a new writer is just as much to increase my readership as it is to increase my dollars. Right. So that's a powerful aspect of the Facebook ads. Um, I think no matter what happens, I will continue to throw, you know, $3 a day at some blue sky. You know, I, I don't know. I was thinking of who's a, who's a wild, you know, I was thinking of what happens if I delve into the world of politics? Is there a, like if I focused on Alexandria Cor- Ocasio-Cortez, what would that do to my book sales? Or do those people want um, intelligent rom-coms? Maybe, maybe not. Right? They're probably younger and more more politically active. But you know, for 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 forty bucks, you know, I I might take a fly at that. So that's 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 been my biggest push so far on marketing. I did apply for a BookBub featured deal. Yeah, did you? Yes, I was going to put Sin on sale for ninety nine cents and. Bookbub has come back to me and said we would be delighted to do that as a featured deal in every country except the United States. Ah, so, yes, and that's a that's a very nice offer, but it's an, very expensive to be in a featured deal in the contemporary romance category uh, for a ninety nine cent book is nine hundred and fifty four dollars.
1: Yeah, but if you
2: get it, if you get it, you could sell you know twenty thousand books, so it's right. worth it if you get it in the U S. I'm not going to do the international markets. What I'm going to do is reapply, and put sin at zero uh-huh. and see if I can't get it as a free book. Right. So we'll see. Um, my, here, This is my plan. I'm going to start asking BookBub for Contemporary Romance at 99 cents. And now they've rejected me. So I'm going to Contemporary Romance at free. Uh-huh. And even when they reject me, I will go for Chick Lit at 99 cents. and Then I'll try again for Chick Lit free. Uh-huh. As long as you change your category or your price, you can keep resubmitting to BookBub. You don't have to wait 30 days uh, to resubmit if you've changed category or price. So I can do that theoretically in about 15 days. So theoretically, by the time Dash comes out, maybe I will have a BookBub feature deal. It's unlikely. One of the things BookBub says is, "Do you do you have any celebrity endorsements? And I'm like, no. Why? No, I don't. <laughs> Thank you very much. Do you have, have you won a prize? No, I have not won a prize. Okay, so several of the things they want, I don't have. But but if you don't ask, you don't get. So I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying that one. Yes. The next element of my marketing scheme is social media. I have a newsletter subscriber list of four hundred and five people, nice. all of whom I very dearly, practically all of whom I now know. <laughs> Intimately, uh, So I asked them if they would pre-order Dash. And now I have, I think, 55 pre-orders, right. which pleases me. I have now learned that Amazon credits your pre-orders on the day that they were ordered. So I was working under the assumption that when Dash published on September 16th, I would suddenly sell 55 books and Amazon would go, Shazam, look at that, 55 in a day. Very impressive. We must, we must recommend her to more people. But that's not true. Uh, they have been watching all along. So on the day that it publishes, people have to buy, no, those 55 won't be counted as, gosh, what a great opening day. So now I'm you wondering. you sure if- about that? Because I could have sworn that. That those sales
1: only show up when the book is actually published, on the day that the book is published.
2: But I'll tell you why I think that's not necessarily true is because my ranking for Dash has been improving.
1: Ranking, yes. But the sales don't show up until the day that it's published because they don't actually charge those people until they deliver the book.
2: I'll have to do more. Because here's my thought. Do I really want to re, do I really want to promote pre-sales? Yes. Do I want to say two days before Dash comes out, coming out, day after tomorrow, by now? Or do I want to do it for a month beforehand? I guess I need to do more research to find out um, the effects of pre-sale, pre-sale ranking.
1: Yeah, because I mean they will still they will recommend your book as a pre-order. And so having a good ranking for the pre-order is important. And you get the ranking for each pre-order submitted, but you Mm -hmm. don't actually get the sale until the book is actually delivered.
2: What I like about that is that was my original plan was that you promote a pre-order. Okay, I'm going to do more research. I'll go back to you. Several people have told me that Amazon has emailed them to say, look, what's coming up. Do you want to order? So obviously the people who have bought my book before are now getting emails if they've told Amazon they want emails. Uh, so that's exciting. So Amazon's doing a little marketing for me. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the other aspect of, of Amazon marketing is Amazon ads. And I am not yet delving into those. You and I are going to talk with uh, Amazon expert, with Carrie Ray Barnum about Amazon ads. That's not coming until December, but I'm okay with that because I'm already wasting enough money on Facebook ads.
1: (laughs) And next week, we're going to talk to Victoria Pinder, who is an author and expert in in Facebook ads. And she will tell you exactly how you are wasting much money, your money.
2: That's not superb that's outrageous.
1: And hopefully la- how you will be able to not waste quite so much.
2: Yes, that would be good. The last element of my marketing is something that you and I have already discussed, which is categories and keywords on Amazon. I've looked at my sales, it's easy to do, <laughs> there aren't that many. Um, and I know that 93% of the books I've sold, and I'm at about 940 books. 93% of them are from Amazon. Right. When people say, think about going with KDP, with with, Kindle Unlimited, think about putting your books on sale only through Amazon. It's a real option for me because keeping up with the other nine platforms that I'm on is not really worth it for the 7% of the books that I've sold. So I'm really thinking about doing Kindle Unlimited certainly for an entire series at some point. Um, but but identifying the proper categories and choosing the best keywords is a huge element of my marketing scheme because so many of my books sell on Amazon. So we've talked about categories. We had that just a couple of weeks ago. We talked about categories and how fascinating that is. And I'm looking into keywords The Publisher Rocket guy did a did a tutorial on keywords that was pretty fascinating. And once again, Publisher Rocket, which is the app that I the the program that I subscribed to, um, not even subscribed to. I just bought it ninety nine dollars. Told me which of my keywords were more likely to resonate, so I was able to choose keywords that I think are good marketing plans for me.
1: Right. And there was this week, the same um, authorpreneur published an article on what keywords don't work.
2: Ooh. Oh, I want that. Will you send me the link and I'll put it in the show notes? Uh,
1: if I can find it. I. Why did these things always, they're always in my email. And then when I go to look for them, they're not there. Don't Don't worry um, about that. I'll post
2: it. You'll send it to me and I'll post it on the, I'll post it on the show notes. Yes. You know, there is one more thing. I'm just thinking there's one more thing that I'm paying attention to in terms of marketing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carrie Ray Barnum spoke with the Washington Romance Writers. That's how we found her for our discussion on Amazon ads. And she made a point, which I had never, uh, never made it to my conscious brain, which is that Amazon is the second largest search engine on the planet. Only Mm -hmm. Google is bigger than Amazon. And that is sort of breathtaking. One of the things she said, (laughs) we were talking about, she was talking about keywords. She said, how many keywords do you have? And I was the only fool who spoke up, right? Because I can't shut up anyway. And I said, I have seven keywords. What do you mean? Of course I have seven keywords. She said, you should have a minimum of 500 keywords. (laughs) To which I said, well, where the hell am I supposed to put 500 keywords? That's insane. And she said, Amazon is the biggest search engine in the world. Find your 500 keywords, put them in your blog, link your blog to your Amazon author page, and Amazon will search your blog every time it does one of its searches. So I've done this now, and I have begun blogging about keywords. Instead of blogging engaging charming things that I've thought of, Right. Because, oh, I'm, that's a funny idea. Ho, ho, ho. I'll write about that. Now I'm writing about keywords. I am writing for an audience of one, and that audience is Amazon. And sometimes what I write amuses me enough that I will actually promote it on my social media. I will put a link to it on Facebook or I'll tell people in my newsletter about it. But for the most part, now that my blog is linked to my Amazon author central page, I am writing specifically to assist Amazon in understanding who I am. Wow. Isn't that wild?
1: That is absolutely wild.
2: I have no idea if it'll work, but the fact that I'm linked to the page makes me think, you know, they're everywhere. Amazon is watching everything we do. (laughs) And And if that
1: doesn't give you the
2: heebie-jeebies... (laughs) It does. It absolutely does. But for once, maybe Big Brother can work for me instead of for someone else. So I've blogged about um, Lucy Score, the romance author who wrote the rom-com that I thought was so funny.
0: Mm -hmm. I
2: blogged about her and shared my praise. I've blogged about um, comedy. I've blogged about romance. I am doing my best to lard into my blog as many of the keywords that would help Amazon identify readers who would like my work. And that's, that's free, man. If you're doing a blog anyway, that's yeah. not a $954 tag. That's, that's Amazon doing its search engine scary stuff to your advantage. <laughs> so that's what I have for you. That's my marketing right. plan.
1: It sounds good because it is a multi-pronged marketing plan. You're not putting all the eggs into just the the Facebook basket.
2: It is the most expensive basket.
1: It is. Absolutely. Um, And hopefully it will be the most profitable since it is the most expensive. Hopefully. But I think having all of these other, I mean, okay, there are two things. Having so many different aspects of marketing is really good because it ensures success. On the other hand, you cannot track and see what's working because you have so many different things going on. You don't That's know true. what it was that led to that success.
2: That's true. That's true. You know, there is one other thing I'm doing, and I'm doing what's called promo stacking.
1: Oh, where yeah. I
2: list my book. In a newsletter that comes out regularly, I'm doing one in new in books, which cost a fortune, like four hundred and fifty dollars, and I'm doing the Fussy Librarian, which oh, is good. like eighteen dollars. It's really cheap, but I won't know if they are effective or not because there's so much going on. Right. So you're exactly right. Statistically, all of these efforts are a wash. I cannot I cannot measure the effects. I'm considering that the cost of launching three books in three months. Right. If if I, if I came to a halt on publishing, I could test these things one at a time, but, but I can't. But
1: you can't and you shouldn't because then you will not be taking advantage of the Amazon algorithms.
2: That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. So as I look at my marketing plan, I'm thinking about dollar signs. The 3 book plan was my own foolishness. I have no idea if it will be useful. Facebook ads cost a lot of money. The BookBub ad BookBub not ad but BookBub featured deal would cost a fortune if I get it but would more than pay for itself. So that's that's a, that's more like investment money. Social media is free. Amazon is emailing people, that's free. Choosing the right categories and keywords is free except If you buy Publisher Rocket, then it's $99. Understanding that Amazon is this huge search engine and modifying your blog accordingly and making sure you link your blog to your Amazon author page, uh, that's free. And promo stacking costs money. So there are ways to to define a marketing strategy that does not cost a fortune. I'm not using that way. I'm costing a fortune. And who knows what will happen. What would you add, Meredith? Do you have any other form of marketing that you that you would add? Are you doing Amazon ads?
1: I am not doing Amazon ads because I have not found them to be profitable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have tried them off and on through the years since they started having them. And only at the very, very beginning were they profitable. And since then... Nothing, not a
2: big goose egg uh, dig a hole,
1: throw money into it.
2: Are we still, are we still believing? Are we still hearing from other authors who are finding them profitable? Somebody must be making a profit off.
1: Yeah. Somebody must be because a lot of people swear by them, but um, David Gochran also swears by BookBub ads. That's not a feature deal. That's the ads that are at the bottom of the newsletter. And I have tried those, too, and I have had some success with those, but not a lot. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Have you ever done an international feature deal?
1: I have not. I have gotten a, a, an American or, a, you know, the, the full feature deal a few times and just been amazed at how incredible, incredible it was. I only get them. When I give my book away for free.
2: Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Well, that's what I'm, I'm going to try that next. So, yeah, that's good.
1: but I don't have the luxury that you do to try different categories because my books only fall into one category.
2: Right, that's right. That's right. So I guess I do have that luxury. That's really yep. nice.
1: Yeah, All right. it is.
2: Uh, any other marketing thoughts for me?
1: Uh, no, I don't, sadly. I mean, the only other thing I can think of is your 400 newsletter subscribers, right? And I mean, it doesn't hurt to say, hey, if you have friends who also read rom-com.
2: Oh, friend get a friend. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, you can put up the link and say, Please share.
2: I'm writing
1: it down. Please share. Yeah. Like it. Because it can't hurt to ask. Maybe nobody yeah. will, but maybe two people will. And then, you know, those two people will share it with their five friends each. And that's <laughs> 10 more sales that you've got. <laughs>
2: they'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends and they'll Ex- tell two. <laughs> exactly.
1: It doesn't hurt to ask. And it's free.
2: As we know, as, as is always said in the fundraising world, if you don't ask, you won't get. Might right. as well. All right. So that's brilliant. I'm going to add that. Please share. I'll do it. Yeah. So uh, the whole question of marketing my three books has sort of given me a headache because I'm a <laughs> fool, right? This is something I think doing three books in three months is something either a truly entrepreneurial person would do or a novice would do no, no.
1: It's
2: very it's been very confusing it's been very challenging but that's okay uh it'll be over soon <laughs> okay it will
1: be over soon and then you will have learned from the experience and you can take that knowledge and apply it to your next book whether you publish three all at once or one a month or just you know once for the next six
2: months how? What is your goal? What's your publishing goal? Do you do two a year, three a year? Do you have a Do you have a plan? You always I, have a plan.
1: Yeah, I always have a plan. I try and do three a year,
2: three a year, at least so, three a year.
1: Usually three and a novella. Hmm. Nice. Nice plan.
2: Okay. That's enough about marketing. I'm. I've lost my will to live. No. Next, as you say, we are going to have uh, an expert in the Facebook ad. Yes. And that's exciting. I can't wait. Now that I have dipped my toe in the pool, I'm really eager for someone to show me the deep end.
1: I am really eager to find out what I'm doing wrong because I had nine, count them, nine ads running. And I know that I set them up wrong and that I probably lost a lot of money.
2: See, this is interesting because I don't set my own line up and Heather Roberts at El- Elwood's promotion sets me up. So I'm going to be so interested in learning how to do this. Good. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm eagerly awaiting next week.
1: As are we all. Have a good week, Prue.
2: You too. Talk to you soon.
0: That's it for the Writer's Block Party this week. We don't want you getting so drunk on knowledge that you can't drive your laptop safely. But next week we'll be here before you know it, so check out the website at thewritersblockpartypodcast.com. One word. That's where you can find our archive of past podcasts and a place where you can get in touch with Mary and Prue or ask questions for the next podcast. Write with joy, friends, and see you next week!